Welcome to this podcast from Mess to Miracle. Christianity plays a huge role in the fabric of our lives. To be honest, life is messy. Yet in the midst of the mess, God still uses us. The fact that God does is a miracle. This podcast is designed to inspire you in your walk with God and connect you with people and ministries that could be a blessing in your life. You will hear inspiring stories of believers exercising their faith to create miracles in their community. Welcome to From Mess to Miracle. My guest today is Shay Cooper Robinson. She was born and raised in Lenox Big Woods, a rural district in Westmoreland. Ms. Cooper Robinson is a graduate of Bethlehem Moravian College and St. Mary's University of Minnesota. Shane currently holds a bachelor's degree in primary education with a minor in mathematics and a master's degree in education. She is an events planner, decorator, certified pastry chef, poet, and most importantly, a child of the King Jesus. She's an ardent reader who loves to write speeches and poems. Additionally, she loves to decorate cake, bake, cook, and socialize. Shay is a JCDC speaking public speaking medalist and author of three poems entered and medaled in the JCDC speech competition, one bronze and one and two silver. She is presently a teacher at the Brompton Primary School in St. Elizabeth. Shay is married and has two beautiful and adorable children. Her theme is education is the master key for any door. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, are the philosophies of her life. We welcome Shay to the to podcast. Well, welcome, Shanae, to the show. How are you doing today? I am fine. Thank you, Reverend. It's Tini. so good to have you on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Great. So I'm going to give you an easy question and kind of warm you up as we get into this interview. Um, what's the best advice you've ever received? All right. The best advice that I've ever received is to put God first in everything I do. This is a principle that I have applied to my life and is still applying and it works. Right, I can cite numerous examples of doing this. I passed to do one, they were difficult, and I have a lot of things at hand. I would just whisper a prayer to God first and then um, read a scripture or a verse or something like that. And God has opened up doors and avenues, opened up my understanding, even when I did not understand the task. Also, another instance of putting God first is on this journey as an author. I remember one Sunday I was in church and the Spirit of God spoke to me and opened avenues for you with this book. You see, you're going to the first particular number of books that you get sold, you're going to contribute that to the ministry. And I did, and God is not slack concerning his promise. Whatever he has said that he, he was going to do, he did just so. Yes. Well, that's really neat. So as we, as we get into this, I kind of want to know how your day is going. What's been the highlight so far of your day? 
All right. So the highlight of of my day is that thrill that I get when I wake up into the morning to a beautiful family. Having life because you know that life is the greatest, right? Every that's a high point, and I think that should be highlighted. That's great. I like that. When you start the day out with remembering and being thankful for the blessings of family that God has given us, it kind of kind of grounds us as we go forward in that day, doesn't it? True. So here's a chance for you to tell something about yourself that most people don't know. Tell us something about you that most people, the millions listening at home, may not know about you. All right. So most people don't know that I'm afraid of heights. Yes. Whenever I climb stairs or elevated areas, I have this adrenaline rush and I have serious heart beating problem and I even get nervous. So, yes, I'm afraid of heights. And most people didn't know that. (laughs) Well, I am, too. And I'm six foot five. So you could imagine what it's like being this tall and being afraid of heights. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate. It's so relatable. (laughs) So let's dig into your story. So tell us about your root story. Because your book is based on your journey. So tell us about your root story. All right. All right. No problem. So I grew up in a broken single parent family my life. I, it was just my mother, right? She went to the market and she worked at jobs to make ends meet, right? Here's what Shanae shared that was not able to be caught up in a video. She shared about her mother. She said her father was absent from their lives. Her mom had to capitalize on opportunities. She worked odd jobs in order to cater to their needs because her wants could not be catered for. As a child, she said she wished she fantasized about having a mother around early in the morning and late in the afternoon. Her day started with ghosts walking around. It would end up with dogs who were afraid to bark or were sleeping from. From Monday to Friday, she went to work so we could have uh, not have a miss a day from school. She also shared that at an early age, her sister was raped when she was six years old. And shortly after that, her mom lost her sanity. And at that time, her youngest brother was a baby. So my mother had many court appearances. And for each court appearance, she was dumb. Nothing could come out of her mouth. Then she went for months until she lost her case. And the rapist walked away as a free man. And her home, she said, was shattered. And we'll pick up the rest of the story from her own words. Quite a journey, and it was very rough. And it has gotten even of six years old that after the incident, at the time she had court, right? She went to court, and um, even when she showed up, she was dumb. She just could not say anything until the, the, the case was thrown out, right? And the rapist walked away as a free man. Right. Despite the medical evidence that were there to say that he commit that act. And that has changed the course of our life. Growing up, it was very it was very rough. We had to relocate and to go and live with other family members. I went to we went to live with my grandmother at one point, And trust me, life was very rough. I felt the utmost the utmost um, Thing about hardship, right? Thinking, talking about, talking about going to pond to get water and all that, using wood fire, um, struggle, just struggling to to make ends meet. 
it was very rough. Shortly after that, now my mother accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. She got baptized and her mental, mental state started recuperating. And um, my aunt, at that point, my aunt offered for us to come and stay with her, right? In her little one-bedroom structure. It was very hard because my aunt had her six children. My mother has her six. So it was 14 of us in that small little space, right? We did everything except for 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 sleeping right and it life was very rough we went i went on to high school i went on to primary school while going to primary school there was what when the hardship um, hit us even more i re, i can remember recall days when my mom had the six of us, my siblings and I, and she had to send us to school and sacrifice. Sometimes she didn't even have the money, but she had to go and look at jobs to, to, to you know, get money to give us our lunch to go to school. And I can recall six of us getting $50 to go to school. And, you know, if we take a taxi, then you know that it would be less by $30. And we have that $20. But what in true our hardship, I've learned to depend on God. We have learned to depend on God and to trust him and to have faith. And he opened doors and avenues for us. So we went on to primary school. When we did not take any taxi, we um, walk and the journey was very long. It was very exhausted and all that, but we, we persevered and we even take some part while, while looking at it. No, I can say it has to be God who had protected us because we went through places where there were ponds, mud pools, and barbed wires, animals, mad people, everything. When we reached the school, they, we were sweaty, we were muddy. Um, even sometimes we get cut by the barbed wires and all that. And even going through those parts, right, we usually have to eat our lunch because we were so much sensitive about what we brought to school, right? The scent when we open our lunch, um, we have other students saying, what's the matter? So, and stuff like that. But we, we went through by the grace of God. Right. And even going on to high school. No, I went on to high school and that was at the point where I accepted God. I got baptized and everything like that. But I was thrown into a different environment where I was trying to discover myself. It was very hard. I gave in to peer pressure at one point. I was trying to fit in. But when I look back and I did a reflection and I see my journey and where I'm coming from, I remember that how, how hard I have life. I said that, guess what? I don't want to leave high school the same way that I came, right? So I do some self-reflection and self-assessment, which caused me to make a conscious decision that, look, I'm going to pull up my socks. I'm going to drop our company and I'm going to um, re um, redirect my focus. I was even a part of a crew, right? And the experience there, trust me, we didn't have schoolwork as a priority. We were more so focused on how we look. We comb our hair, knit up the shoes and all that. But guess what? I, I did my self-reflection and I, and I did my subjects and I move on right? Seeing my situation, I said that I'm going to use education as a mean to take me outside, out of poverty. So I went on to, to college, 
right? While being at college, the struggle, it was real. The hardship, the belittlement, the experiences that I, I had, it was just something else. But I learned to depend on God. I fast, I pray, and God brought me through that situation. I have some real, real experience about going on to college. That, that was a time of my life when I proved God even more because even though I did not have any money, I did not have much financial help. I had to rely on God. And I remember this church sister, Sister Dawn, she told me that, look, you see, once you start, you will finish. And I have many testimonies, even my $500 testimonies about the goodness of God and what he has done for me and how he opened doors and avenues for me. And he grant me favor in the presence of him, people who you thought you would not have gotten those favor from right? God has been on my journey. And it didn't even stop there. After college, um, five years after, I said that I'm going to upgrade myself to feel a sense of self-actualization. So what I did now, I applied to do my master's degree. And while doing it this, the second month, while I, when I started doing my master's degree, I found out that I was pregnant. I was mind blown to the point where I discouragement said give up. Doubt said it couldn't be done, right? Negativity said give in. But I endured the process. I trust God. And with the help of a strong family support system, I came through victorious once more. Wow, what an amazing story. What what strikes me about your story is in the midst of our struggles, oftentimes God uses that to shape our Christian character. So tell us a little bit about how those struggles shaped the Christian character you have today. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now a word from one of our sponsors, For Freedom Mobile. If you're using AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, then you're being tracked. Mobile providers collect your location, communications, internet activity, even your financial transaction. They sell that data to anyone willing to pay for it and provide it to the government without a warrant. Switch to For Freedom Mobile, and you won't ever have to worry about big tech or big brother tracking you through your mobile phone again. For Freedom Mobile provides secure, unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data for just $29.99 a month, and it includes free internet roaming in over 200 countries. Sign up for the service by visiting forfreedommobile.com and using the promo code BRIDGEBUILDERS to get your first month for only $9.99. See forfreedommobile.com for details. Just like the number four, freedommobile.com. All right, so my, my upbringing, my hardship and my struggles, it helped me to develop my faith in God, right? Because when things were not going as I would have wanted them to go, then it, 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 it brought me on my knees more, right? It caused me to, 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 to pray and to fast more and to seek God. Even though sometimes people would say that, guess what? Persons, um, most persons only know God when they are going through their struggle. But that has not been the case. When I'm at my low point, when I'm going through my hardship, I always depend on God, right? So my upbringing, my hardship, and my struggles help to shape my personality and make me who I am today. I find myself patronizing my mom because 
and I couldn't even help it. But because I grew up in a single parent household, right? I, I, I could not but patronize her personality and the traits that I see her displaying. I am a God-fearing person and I can ascribe that to my mom because she is this, this, this parent who, you know, would always talk about God. And I can recall she putting her children before God praying for us. I find myself doing that when I have my family. So it's something that I have inherited from her, right? I, I am a go-getter. I have this go-getter um, attitude and I have this this work ethics, the, the strong work ethics, I think those are some of the stuff that I, the, I, I acquire from my mom as well. Now, looking back, my, I can say that my situation, they helped me to develop a thick skin for life experiences. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm not faced by anything. I have gained so much emotional, psychological, spiritual maturity right? I have had some rough times and experience, all of which have thickened my skin and built my character and um, to, 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 so that I am the strong person I am today. Wow, that's great. So all of that led you to write this book, From the Root to the Fruit, Rising Above Adversity. Tell us more about the book. So, so I was led to write this book after going to college, right? Most of my college experiences helped to shape the course of my life. It was quite an interesting journey, one which reflects struggles, good times, bad times, right? Times when I've proven God, times when I have built my faith, and times when good people as well as God have come true for me. After summing up everything, I said, why not write my book? so that I can encourage someone who is going through the same situation to know that, guess what? You are not alone. I'm hanging there. I've been there. I've done that. And so can you. So that was the drive that they going to college. That was the catalyst for writing my book because I wanted to share my experiences with others to let them know in that, guess what? When hard times come, you don't have to give in, right? You don't have to quit but you can just rise above your adversities. So then your hope for people reading the book is when they're going through adversities, that they would also, like you, find strength in the journey, right? Precisely. So much so. Yeah. Because we, we all have our struggles. We all have our, our root to the fruit, as you, as you describe in the book. And, and, and that journey through so that, true. those difficult times is, is really God guiding us through some difficult times. And I just, I'm reading the book of Hebrews right now. I'm doing a sermon for this week. And, and God uses those, what we call trials, oftentimes as a way to draw us closer to him. So we're living in some very difficult times for our, our world. A lot of, a lot of pandemic stuff, a lot of death, a lot of misery. The economics are bad right now. But in the midst of that, we find strength in knowing that our God never abandons us. Like you talk about in your story, in your book, and you share some, some heartfelt struggles that you went through, but God kept showing you that he was there in the midst of your pain. So and that's just true. a wonderful story. True. So true. So what was the proudest moment of your life? 
right, so the proudest moment of my life would be the time when I was accepted for college, right? For the Bitlia Moravian College. That was the proudest moment because at, um, I was the first in my immediate family to ever have gone to college. So that was quite an accomplishment and it was something to be proud of. Wow. And, and so how did that, did that inspire other people in your family to also take that journey? I know for me, I was one of the first ones in my family. And now all my kids are kind of have at least, have at least stepped foot on a college campus. <laughs> they might not have graduated, but they at least stepped foot on the campus. Yes, that's true. Yes, because in my, even though my sisters and my brothers, they are skilled person they have their skills so even if they have not gone to college they would have gone to other higher institution of learning right and acquired skills and they are doing well right my two smaller brothers they are carpenters and carvers they are doing well for themselves one of my sisters she is a hairdresser right so they are more in tune to the skilled side and i do, i don't have a problem with that so you led the way. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so let me ask you, what are you passionate about right now? All right. So I am passionate about helping others, right? Other than the fact that I love to cook, I love to bake, I love to decorate. I am passionate about helping others. I believe that if I can help someone as I go along, then my living is not in vain, right? So I am passionate about that. So let me ask this question. I like this. I love this. This is my favorite question. So when your journey, what do you pray your legacy is when this journey is over? All right. So I want to leave the world a better place than I find it. I want, I think about generativity, right? So the prince, I will apply the principle of generativity in that I will pass on all my knowledge and skills to the other generation so that I have a legacy to, 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 to live on. Right. That's great. Or rather so that I can preserve my legacy. Yeah, that's a great, I love, I love that the, you pass on something to the next year because that's really what it is. Our life is so short, as the Bible says, we are but blades of grass. But if we can leave something to the next generation there, then we have, we have, our life has made a difference. So that's positive. It's really cool. That is so true. Anything I haven't asked you that you want to share? All right. So I hope, so my journey, how can it influence other people or what can they learn from it? I hope that people learn from my journey or my experience that, guess what you don't have to be defined by your past but instead you can use your past to refine or define a definition for your future right additionally when life throw um, when life throws lime or tamarind at you you can use a lime to make limeade or lemonade or you can use a tamarind to make tamarind balls right you don't have to give in to your adversities right you can use your tests to 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 testimonies can come out of your tests. Your child's your child's can help you to store up vials of prayer and fasting, right? You can use whatever you're going through to defeat the Goliath in your life. 
And guess what? You can walk with God on your side. You can walk away as a victor and not a victim. And you can stay your course and rely on God to take you through because he promised never to leave us nor to forsake us. And even when you're on your journey and when God, when God, when you're going through your situation, pray. When God deliver you from your situation, thank him. Share your story, right? So that others can know that, guess what? It's not the, it's, it's not the, the end product that matters, but the, but, but, the, but, the, but the journey or the process that lead you to there, right? That's great. So where can people find your book and where can they find you on social media? All right, so my book is available on Amazon, both the paperback and the Kindle version. I also have hard copies. I do zip mail right across Jamaica. If you are overseas and you need to get a copy, you can go on Amazon, right? I am Shani Cooper Robinson on Facebook. I have my Facebook page as well under the same name. I am on LinkedIn, right, Twitter, and on Instagram, I am Shani Cooper. Right. Currently, I'm working on my website so that I can put out all the information there, everything that you can you want to know or learn about Shanae Cooper Robinson. Well, Shanae, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate you. We pray that your book gets in the hands of people who especially are dealing with struggles in their life, because I think what you offer is a word of encouragement and hope for people who are going through tough times. So thank you. All right. Thank you, too. It has been a pleasure, my esteemed pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us this week on From Mess to Miracle. Make sure you visit our website at HHTPS from mess to miracle dot buzzsprout dot com. You can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes. If you simply like to tell a friend about the show, you will help us get the message out to bless more people. If you like this show, you might want similar content. You can follow my blog at www.alightbreakthrough.org. Be sure to tune in two weeks from now for our next episode. Just remember, out of our messiness, God makes miracles. <laughs>